I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. If we were to have a picnic in 1999, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, would would I tell you to bring me the potato salad, or would you bring me the rage? <laughs> I mean, you know, both can be nice depending on the day. You know, sometimes <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a potato salad. Sometimes I'm more like I want to throw some CDs at people's heads. You know, I don't know, and fire pokers and whatever the hell's laying around. You know, there are some capital C choices with the music in this movie like oh, totally. when she goes to the party they're doing this weird like I guess there was a 90s swing revival but they're doing this like swing music and I'm like yeah. what? this is like a 1999 party interesting I was or- like I think I'm into this music I think they need to bring this back if it was yeah. ever there to begin with except in this movie in right. this world you know that's been created well the, the, there was that swingers movie that like kicked off a little bit of a oh, revival yeah. in the mid 90s so I guess that was part of it that's right but still it's very like Okay, I didn't expect to see this here. And then there are moments where, like, you get a little bit of the, like, Pino score a little bit, like, the, the style of it anyway, but then, you know, not, but then it's, like, more of a 90s feel after that, so it's yeah, It's, like, the main yeah. theme of this movie feels like a weird, like, Italian horror film. Like, it's very, like, synthy. Yeah. And... I'm kind of into it, but it's so far removed from, like, the Dinaggio style, um of the original film, you know, which is like very or, or orchestral yeah. and kind of beautiful and melodic. And it's not the most melodic score. It's got some moments, you know, but the it's... moment. Yeah. The moment where she, her mom like confronts her, it has like a little bit of that, but it's like yeah. more of a MIDI track in the background, but it like <laughs> yeah. kind of tries to sound like at that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they couldn't afford like an orchestra <laughs> score. So they were like. <laughs> Dinaggio by MIDI. <laughs> Yes, I have that plug-in. Yes, I do. I sure do. <laughs> yes, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> that those are those those are the strings. I, I, I thought that was a dial-up sound, but okay. Did I fool you? Did I fool you? <laughs> That's me getting onto the internet in 1999. Yep. <laughs> Get my Napster all set up. Yep. You've got mail. Oh, thank God! Yay. <laughs> Somebody loves oh, me. Oh, oh. <laughs> and this movie had a keyword. It had an AOL yeah. keyword. And I'm of not, course it I did. don't remember of what course. it was, but I, it was probably bring me the rage. I don't know. Probably just rage. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Raging with my Carrie, sort of my Rachel. With uh, roses and thorns and whatever the hell happens to her body at the end where I... she starts like yeah visually veins and everything it's <laughs> yeah. really interesting in terms of now, it's interesting i mean yeah. it's not that telekinesis is is really the most relatable thing it's not like something that we yeah. experience every day but it has a certain logic to it in a in its own way you know you can yeah. just move things with with your mind i didn't know you could change your body chemistry to move a tattoo <laughs> across your entire body but you know what yeah you do you girl I'd be interested to know, like, what was the 
the reasoning behind that you know yeah. it's it's like they had to they felt like they had to like one up the original movie a little bit but it's like you could have done mm-hmm. that in other ways just by yeah. i don't know i i do think weirdly everything leading up to the party i like more than the actual party in this movie same i, I, like, yeah. I like parts of the party but like i like more the character beats in this movie I and like too. all that stuff that's going on and the, the me too stuff and you know that's that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, hell, this is 20 plus years ago, and I think parts of it are more yeah. re- re- relevant now than they were then, which is kind of fr- yeah. frightening. I, I do think with the party, it's it's really fun, but it, it calls to mind more like yeah. Hellraiser 3 than Carrie to me with <laughs> <Yeah>. like the <laughs> CDs flying. Yes, with the CDs, yes. I'm like, yeah. it, <laughs> Very is much it so. possible to kill someone with a bunch of compact discs? I'm not sure, but... I'm not yeah. going to do, like, a logic test it's... here. No. It's very 90s, you know, mm-hmm. because you got somebody with a video camera, and then they put it all up oh on the, the, you know, the screens for everybody to see. That, that, that was a very 90s thing, you know. Everybody had a video trend. camera, and they were carrying around with oh, them. And, that yeah, trend yeah. really sucked. And it lasted until, like, 2008 or nine, and then it just be, became, well, right. we don't have the cameras anymore. Let's just use a phone instead. So it's still kind of there. Right. Like, there's always that one person yeah. who's, who, who has to film everything, and you're like, put the phone down. Yeah. What is wrong wrong with you? There I are know, people yeah. being impaled by CDs. This is not time to TikTok. It's not. I know. <laughs> Help that girl. She's on fire. This is the This is the same year as, you know, American Beauty, so you had all that, yeah, <laughs> everything had to be documented and we had to, you know, we can't just live our lives and then that yeah, like you said continued over to the cell phone world and it's just yeah, it's a little much. You know, I have a theory because you did mention American Beauty, and this also stars Mina yeah. Su- Suvari, mm-hmm. who was also in American Pie that year. American Pie. And yeah. then mm-hmm. after these movies, she kind of didn't do as much. And I'm thinking that the reason movies aren't as good now is because we don't cast Mina Suvari. I think she was like, <laughs> she was like the our, glue. Yeah, <laughs> she was like the Jesus of the film industry and we betrayed her yeah. you know she she, yeah. <laughs> she she was here to save us from mediocre films and and we were like you know what we have no use for you girl and then let's just give it a trial run Let, let's just put her in three movies next year and see what happens like will things perk up see what you think I, I don't know i think it's time to give it a shot american pie has aged like milk in a way yeah that is it's not, not always, great like milk, yes like <laughs> but uh like particularly yeah as a kid i thought nothing of like oh they're putting up a webcam to broadcast this girl exactly. stripping down i was like yes what exactly. what naughty raunchy fun and now i'm like what an invasion of privacy this is creepy as fuck yeah yeah oddly yeah. enough the politics of this film i don't think have aged that poorly weirdly enough i i'm i was no. kind of surprised um, like maybe a little ahead I of its time he, i would say so even the it's kind of a requel in the sense that like it is it's yes. set like 20 years later we have a new cast but we're gonna bring back you know, legacy one member from the old cast and she's gonna be the legacy character and everything <laughs> so it's like and uh yeah and the fact that it was directed by a woman too, mm-hmm. Cache here, who's you know who's known Cache. for the sort of expo- exploitation stuff before this yeah. with like Poison Ivy and Strip, Strip to Kill to and everything. Strip to Kill, um, yeah. Strip to Kill. Yeah. What a great title. Um, what a great film. The fact that like there's more like male nudity in this movie than there is female nudity. Oh my god! Is yeah. Too. I kind of like I, this movie was kind of a awakening for me 
lots of male butts. Man buns. Yes. Lots of male butts. Yes, lots of butts. And I like it. Uh, jokes about tampons. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, like, I'll just go and look and see if you got a tampon string dangling between your legs. It's not all about uh, football, even though... No. This dad seems to think so. I like how oh he tries God. to make the typical argument of like, oh, well, if you do this, you're going to ruin their lives <laughs> yeah, and he's not like, going to be able to play in the football game. And yada, like, yada, yada. But what about the girl that just jumped off the fucking gar- gar- garden club yeah. roof? I mean, ruined what, their what day completely. Story? I mean, my God, can you imagine? Yeah. Right. Being like, I was just here to plant some posies and now this girl's head is ex- exploded. Like, oh, what a day. Oh, Speaking of like video cameras, the fucking guy with the video camera who's just oh my like, God. oh man, whose car is this? What a little asshole! <laughs> yeah. Although he he does get his, he gets his, which is lovely. He does, he does. Most of them do. Yes, it's they true. Get what's coming to him here. It's sort um, of satisfying. I I feel like this is, in some ways, the revenge is a little more satisfying in this one than even in the first one because it's it's more. It's more specific. It's a more targeted rage, like you mm-hmm. said. Yeah, it's uh, as opposed to just like let's just burn everything to the ground, which yeah. does ultimately happen. She but does. Like, yeah. It seems like some people survive this one as opposed yeah. to the other one, which is there's not too many survivors in the original that I remember. Yeah, anyway. I had always yeah. assumed like everybody died in the original movie. I know they yeah. they they didn't in the book, but it seemed like Sue was really the only survivor. But then she talks about in this one, how like a few of us sir sur- survived. And I'm like, well, where are they now? Like, what are they up to? Yeah. I've, I'd like to hear from them. S- Sue gets a particularly nasty death. Like it's Poor unintentional, Sue. but like it's, it's pretty. <laughs> oh, Sue. Oh, you know, she, she, she means well. And, uh, <laughs> she's got kind of a savior complex <laughs> yeah. in, in both of these movies, you know, and she does. She, yeah. she just needs to like, I feel so bad for first for Sue. Cause here's a girl who was just trying to do the right thing, you know? And, and yeah. then she got fucked over the first time, 20 years later, she's fucked o- over again to the point where she's killed. It just, yeah. you know, I guess the moral of these films is that it, it, if you see someone doing some, something wrong, Look the other fucking way. That's the moral. That's the moral. It's not a good one, but it's the moral. It's a terrible way to live and, your you life. Know, maybe but. if, maybe maybe if they have like superpowers, like maybe get some help, like and yeah. uh, don't try to handle it all yourself. Here. Yeah. Like she tries to send her to this, you know, institution, but like maybe get some people from there to like yeah. help you with this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like. Also, like, what what institution is this? Is this like the the thing from um. Uh, you know, Dream Warriors. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, like, or, I don't know. Or like that weird place from uh, Firestarter. Like that weird place where they. Yeah. S- yeah. Send her with like George C. Scott and his eye patch. You know, like. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. It beats me. Is this some like. It's tied Russian in. facility that's. Yeah. It's all Could... pa- part of the King universe. Ah, okay. In um, I'm still pissed. K- k- carry three. We're, we're going to find out. <laughs> that um, it's all tied together, and they're gonna try to save the other child of Ralph White because he's just I'm going from eyes. from town to town, just banging a bunch of religious nut job ladies and leaving them with babies. I mean, these are these women yeah. should not have babies. They should not. What, what that was an interesting little twist here. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're gonna bring in the everything is hereditary here and yeah. that's it's it's in the blood and it travels from <laughs> person to person interesting yeah i wonder if we'll uh, ever meet ralph i think there's still there's still time 
you know, because at this he could point, be out there somewhere still, you know. Yeah, like he could be played by like uh, Donald Sutherland. I don't know. He seems like a Ralph. <laughs> yeah. You know, it'd have to be someone very, very old. Yes, yes, someone in their eighties or nineties by this point. Yes, Carrie. If Thurie. Christopher Plummer was still alive, he, he could, he'd he be could great. He'd Ralph. be wonderful. Yeah. Think of the gravitas. Sneaky. Maybe we need like a a Doctor Sleep type movie where like somebody's hunting down all these kids that he's Ooh. impregnated and they all have telekinesis <gasps> and they're trying to s- kill them or suck up their powers or something. It's you know? one of the survivors from the original massacre and they're like, we're not going to let this Ooh. happen again. It happened again in 99. This is not down. a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, us. <laughs> listen, they have to wear a tank top and have a shotgun. It's rules. Oh, man, we talked about the whole movie there. They're, they're, yeah, we are done. <laughs> we have wrapped it up. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. We're good. Yeah. Did uh, wait, Briefly, did you, you saw X, right? I did. Uh, oh, it's fun. It's, it, yeah. it's a good time. I've heard. I've heard. It is a good old time. It's, you know, a pornography and Texas Chainsaw combined, a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of, like, creepy old folks, and there's, like, crocodiles and, and all kinds of good stuff. Musical numbers. There's a Fleetwood Mac musical number. Ooh. I was not ex- expecting it because they were like, we've got Brit- Britney Snow. She was in some musicals. Let's huh. give her a song. I'm like, why not? That's exciting. I want, I want to check it out. Like you know, I, I like. Um, is it T West or Ty West? I keep thinking it's Ty West, but I don't know. I feel like it's Ty. It looks like T, but I'm pretty sure it's Ty. Yeah, T Ty. One of those names I don't hear people say a lot. I see it written a lot, but I, yeah, you know, um, we'll go. We'll go with Ty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like his his movies a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, particularly the first two that he did, which really kind of kicked off a lot of this kind of slow burn '70s inspired you know stuff that ended up being popular over the past couple of years. So it's yeah, um, it made sense when I heard that he was doing an A24 film because I'm like he kind of was the original A24 style type guy. You know, totally. it wasn't like as surreal as a lot of those ended up being, mm-hmm. but like it still had the kind of slow burn you know vibe to it. So he just gets it, um, you know, he just really gets it, and it's um yeah. It, it, what I liked was that, you know, it's not the most developed cast of characters in the world, but they're all somewhat yeah. interesting and relatable enough to where, like, you you don't really want them to die. You're like, I could just watch yeah. them hang out and, like, get high and have sex and do Fleetwood Mac numbers. That sounds like a nice time for me. Yeah. It, it's very well shot, and the sound design is just, ah, it's so good. And it has this... Cool thing i've not seen well really heard in years and years and years it's got that pino dinaggio yeah. female vocal thing where it's just like randomly mm. so someone will just be walking up to a house and you'll just hear like ah, ah and you're like what the fuck it's just i just i was like <laughs> i love that is that back i'm so happy awesome. <laughs> it's always nice to see someone make something that respects like the past but still feels genuine and mm-hmm. like uh, it doesn't feel like it's just a carbon copy of right. you know something from the past but it just it still is respecting the style and everything else and yeah. you just don't see that very often usually it's stuff that like i don't know it like all those those 80s stuff like all the 80s stuff that came out last year last decade with mm-hmm. like american horror story 1984 and stuff that like was like a fantasy land version of those movies right. like it wasn't really trying to be those styles mm-hmm. you know, that style him and A24 just made a lot of sense when I heard that mm-hmm. like they were teaming up I was like well that makes sense because it seems like a lot of the A24 stuff was vibing on his movies so yep. it makes sense that like he would be the one to kind of uh, try to because I, they're, I feel like A24 is kind of in a rut 
these days where it's like you know what you're getting into when you go see an a24 mm-hmm. movie for the most part yeah you know? it's gonna be some weird slow burn thing that doesn't really i like there's no big action until the end of the movie and yeah. uh, it, it it's gonna be like stylistically interesting but like i I don't know. It's, it's just yeah. It's gonna be just, a lot of I can't like, describe it, but you know what you're getting into. It's gonna be like using horror as like a metaphor for some big social yeah, issue yeah. or so- social something. Social commentary, which is great if you can also bring the horror. But right. sometimes they forget about the horror, right? And they're like, oh, we better have like one little tiny horror bit right at right at the end, or else they're gonna get mad. Which they're gonna get mad right. anyway because you've neglected it for the past right. ninety minutes. But you think you can just win them over in the last yeah. ten? Yeah. You know, so. Uh. That's okay. So I watched this movie, um, Master, that came out. Oh yes, this weekend as well. I saw it too, and it has. It's one of those. It's very much in the vibe, <laughs> you know. It um, it's got a lot of like really good things to say, yeah. But it really does ne- neglect the horror stuff quite a bit. Like absolutely, it's, I really like the fact that it feels like it feels like it's continuing a lot of the stuff that Get Out started, mm-hmm. where it's more focused on you know race relations, and I think Get Out was very much about race on a macro level, right. whereas this is very much like let's dig into how black women you know have been treated particularly within the university system and academia and you know that's all great and it's all interesting um but then the horror stuff all all kind of feels like it's on the fringe you know it's like there's there's stuff about witches and folk horror stuff and i get that it's like metaphorical in nature but it also i want more of that (laughs) by the end of the movie i'm like okay can i get some i was kind of bummed out because like they kept bringing up the witch and then there's like the people in the robes that are like stalking everybody but they never really attack or do they i don't know like and then like There's there are these like apparent suicides like there's one there there was one in the 60s and are you're you're like okay did this person actually kill themselves or were they murdered and it was made to look like one and they don't answer any of these questions and there's all these dream scenes like most of the horror scenes turn out to be dream scenes I'm like well that's kind of a cop out you know it's like yeah damn it. Um, but the acting is so good. I was like, oh, Regina Hall is great. And this, 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 this girl, I think her name was Zoe Renee, I believe, or Zoe Renee. And she's just fantastic. It, it, it it captures, you know, that whole sort of existential angst and distress that like, I'm sure a lot of black women feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, in the situations, but, but yeah, like plot wise, it's like, by the end of it, I was just like, where's this? And like, it introduces introduces like plot points like at the very end that don't go anywhere like with the yeah i don't want to spoil anything yeah. but like one of the cast members it's like uh, there's a big revelation mm-hmm. it's just like okay but then it doesn't go anywhere it's it like really why, why bring this up if you're not going to do anything with this yeah, you know? it's like it doesn't resolve anything there's a con a confrontation for approximately a minute and a half and then the movie ends yeah. two minutes later and i'm like uh, uh we're not going to resolve right. this we're just not we're just gonna walk out right. like what what the hell i think that a lot of up-and-coming filmmakers that maybe don't want to do horror as much end mm-hmm. up using horror as a way to kind of get their foot in the door Absolutely, that kind yeah. of feels like what this is to me mm-hmm. like that she didn't necessarily maybe she did but it it feels like she wanted to tell a story that wasn't like straight out horror but she was going to use bits of horror to like tell that story right. which is fine oh, yeah. but again yeah. it's it, it, and to be fair i'm looking at the movie on um on a uh, wikipedia now and they call it a thriller which i guess that's that's a thing that's becoming a thing now which um, is that back? But yeah, I, <laughs> it's a thriller. I, I guess so. It's a classy thriller. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> it was elevated horror. Now we're back to psychological thriller. It's very I guess. psychological. I <laughs> psychological thriller. Uh, yeah. 
but you know, it was, it was an interesting movie. You know, I, I give yeah. him, I give him credit for you know trying something different. You know, and, yeah. Um, it's and and yeah. It's, it's got some great um, acting. I like the mood a lot. I think it's got it's got a great mood. That creepy mood. secluded campus at night is it just it's just great. Yeah. You know, but just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. It's got, it's got some it's got some good ideas about like just how shitty academia is and this yeah. is coming from someone who works in academia oh like yeah I'm, how... I'm sure you would know yeah it must be Ugh. well yeah all the all the tokenism and shit that they do in here where mm-hmm. they're like let's we're gonna hire one black person and that that person is going to represent the entire like, yeah. you know community essentially and like yeah. we're gonna put them on all the advertisements and all that shit oh my god the, all um, the background the scene with the uh like the fake promo for the um the yeah. <laughs> campus like it doesn't really fit with the tone of the movie at at, at all but i was laughing no, my ass off not at all that little scene where it's not like they're all. trying to pr- pretend like they're so diverse and shit it's just like really yeah. yes <laughs> god and all the tenure shit where like mm-hmm. they make these people jump through like a million hoops yeah that, uh, sometimes they're relevant sometimes they're not relevant it's just i don't know it's I get why you know she wanted to tell the story within academia because in some ways it's like kind of the worst of society because it mm-hmm. is so white and so like we're gonna stay in our little ivory towers and not let right. anyone in here we're not gonna share any of this information with anyone else so yeah. like I understand why she like chose to tell the story here so that was that was interesting um but yeah so uh, hey look we watch new horror movies I know look, what what is happening is the world ending <laughs> what is going on this is so and oh I also watched last week I watched that movie called Fresh yep. with uh, Sebastian Stan oh, yeah. and that's a good yep. a good a good time but it did leave me wondering cool. if you're making a film about a charming cannibal why was Army Hammer not contacted because I mean it's <laughs> like the one role he was born to play like he's not really born to play <laughs> yeah. anything except for this I'm like what the hell yeah don't don't pay him don't pay him anything but yeah like, at yeah at least like throw him in the movie yeah <laughs> i was like really this is ridiculous but sebastian stan was great um and it, it it's a fun little movie it's it's a it's sort of dark comedy ish so kind of i don't know but then mm-hmm. it's also like really cool gross too so i'm like i don't know what i guess it's kind of both but i enjoyed it what whatever the fuck it was i was like i'll have more of it please it was good he's yeah, he's very good. I watched mm-hmm. that Pam and Tommy miniseries, and even though I had some issues with the series itself, like he was very good at it, and um, so was Lily James. They were both fantastic in it, and uh, it was just a weird series because it was like they didn't get permission to make the series, and yet they're making this whole series that's about how people didn't have permission to like share a videotape, you know, and they exploited this couple and everything else, and yet that's exactly what the series is doing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, they didn't get permission. It's like um, that, but that's like kind of like it was, skeeved okay. me yeah. out about it a bit. I, I just thought, well, I mean, I kind of want to see weird. it, but then I was like, oh, they didn't really have her permission. I, but I like, know. it's got a great vibe, and in the first three episodes are directed by Craig Gillespie, who did you know I Tanya and stuff, and it has that really good like dark comedy vibe to it. Mm. But uh, um. There's some weird moments in it. They're like the, in the second episode or something. He's like talking to his penis at oh, one I've, point. I've penis heard like about that. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like you you see everything. Like it's prosthetics, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. like I couldn't. I was surprised how much nudity was in this series. It's yeah. mostly in the first couple episodes. But mm-hmm. like for something that's on Hulu, and like there's quite a bit of nudity. But that said, I'm sure it's a lot of it is a lot of his pros- prosthetics and yeah. I um, think they else. said so, like she that. has prosthetic breasts on, and he has the prosthetic dick. 
Um, I guess yeah. everything else is real. I don't know. But I, you know, um, I, I, I do think anyway, uh, yeah. Pamela Anderson is having her re- re- revenge on society because she yes. has just been announced to play yes. Roxy Hart on Broadway in Chicago. <laughs> so take that world. Take it. And you're going to love the it. The name on everybody's <laughs> lips is going to be Pammy. <laughs> Weirdly enough, like, I think it's kind of great casting. I don't, like, something tells me this might be brilliant. I'm not sure why, but, like, maybe. <laughs> Roxy is not is not a role that you need to be able to sing to play. Like, you not need to really. have some rhythm, which hopefully she does. We'll see. So. But, like, you don't need to be able to sing to play not this really. role. It's basically just talking the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it was written for, uh, like, a chain smoker. Like, you can't. Yes, exactly. It's like there's, yeah. You don't have to sing that well. And I don't know. I think she might have the right personality for it. And it just seems interesting that she's playing yeah. a, a part, you know, that's about, like, the, the media and how they man- manipulate things and basically pick yeah. like whose side you should be on and stuff it's, it's interesting i don't know right. we'll see how it goes <laughs> and then how she turn she turns around and mani- manipulates them exactly. later in the musical <laughs> so that's that's fun <laughs> so yeah it's, it's a good pr move i don't know how it's going to be in pr- in practice but mm-hmm. in P- pr wise like you know i think it's a and she's making her own documentary about the whole oh, yeah. sex tape stuff so like that could be interesting too so yeah it'll, it'll be we're having a little pamela anderson revival so yeah the pamasons all right, let's get to this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently, we're talking about a movie. I don't know. <laughs> I got other shit to do today, ostensibly, so let's, let's see what Well, we smell got. you, okay, because I ain't got nothing. I know, I know. <laughs> Y'all, I'm still living out of a hotel and still looking for a house, and there's that. So here we are, 1999. Not too much to say about this. We talked a little bit about this. You know, it's uh, um, kind of a transitional year because the... You still got a lot of the meta teen slashers. They're still doing their own thing. And I'm sure that was at least partially an inspiration for wanting to like do set this in high school again and bring back that vibe a little bit. This is not as like tongue in cheek as those, Mm-mm. as many of those. So there's that. Um, it takes itself a little more seriously here. A lot of supernatural stuff this year, like we talked about Blair Witch Project, The Haunting and the House on Haunted Hill remakes and The Sixth Sense and Stir of Echoes and um, Sleepy Hollow and all those. This, thankfully came out a month before Columbine because I'm sure this would not have got a theatrical release. Oh, shit, if, yeah. Um, if it had waited any longer. Um, yeah, that would not have gone well. Particularly with that final scene. Like, I don't think it would have been released. It, it may have got, like, a TV release like Cherry Falls did, mm-hmm. but, like, I can't see it getting a theatrical release if that happened. Well, I think um, this was promoted, like, a week before it came out. Like, I don't think they really knew what to do with that, this. Yeah. So they're just like, we're going to throw a trailer yeah. out there and then it's coming out next week. Spring break. Woo! I mean, there's probably a lot of backlash because it was, you know, a, a continuation of a beloved film and a beloved novel, and it didn't really have Stephen King's blessing as far as I know. He doesn't really ever talk about this movie, so I don't know no. how he thought about this movie. Um, he didn't like Pet Cemetery 2. I knew that. So, And this is kind of doing the same thing where, like, we're going to continue the story with a new cast and do kind of our own thing with it without, you know, anyone else's permission. But they do at least respect the original in the sense that they bring back you know um her and uh they were able to get scenes from the original movie so that was interesting i guess they initially they were told they couldn't but like um i I guess they got permission later on to do that it was stalled for a couple years and the the director who was initially attached i can't remember it was i um, don't remember the i know they started shooting for like a week or something yeah and then he was fired uh robert man robert mandel was and he had done like school ties 
Um, he quit over creative differences. Uh, apparently, Emily Burgle was cast all the way back in 1996, which is interesting because Whoa. this is her first like film role. Wow. Like, big film role. And uh, she had done mostly theater before that. Like, she had just come off of doing a production of Romeo and Juliet with Neil Patrick Harris, of all people. Whoa. Um, that I'd like to see. So, there's your six degrees of Kevin Bacon there. <laughs> um, I don't know how much the script changed over time, but the plot heavily borrows from this 1993 incident in which a group of high school jocks um, were involved in this big sex scandal, which all this shit still happens today. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, the original title was Carrie to Say You're Sorry, which is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who's sorry now? <laughs> Would that, that have been, been in the, the trailer? Because <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> If they remade it today, it would which they did remake Carrie, I guess. But nowadays, oh, yeah. if they did another remake, it would be a slow version of "Who's Sorry Now" and the yeah. I believe trailer. the song in the remix trailer was "Do you Will you still love me tomorrow?" But slow down as well. So yeah, uh, it makes perfect sense. Which makes no sense for the fucking movie. Will you still love me? No, no one loved Carrie. What are you talking about? Like what the hell? No. Will you still me. love me? They never started Carrie Girl. Come on now, you know that. Well, anyway, what else about this movie? Uh, like we said, directed by Cat Shea. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful, wonderful Cat Shea. woman. And, uh, also known as being the girl on the toilet that was killed in Sus- Psycho 3. Yes, we talked mm-hmm. about that yeah. back in Psycho 3. Yeah. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. I mean, I would kill role, really. to have that on my resume. Girl died <laughs> right. on toilet in Psycho 3. And she's also in this movie. She 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 plays the uh, the she, like yes. the police officer that's questioning yep. Zachary Ty Bryan mm-hmm. from TV's Home Improvement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he always plays an asshole in everything else besides Home Improvement. Like he's in Buffy, he plays an asshole. He plays God, what else? There was in um, I think Smallville. He was in that, and Veronica Mars. He's just always this terrible character, and I'm like typecast here, but all right. <laughs> And I don't know how he might be a nice person in real life, I'm but sure just he's you know, he plays like in the movie. The movies he plays this way, unfortunately yeah. for him. But I mean, yeah. not unfortunately because he gets work. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he gets his. <laughs> oh, cat was, cat was in Scarface too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Little Brian De Palma connection there. So she was meant to do um, the sequel to this then. I I think so. You know, all the cards. Yeah, she only had like a couple weeks, right, to get ready for this movie, if I remember right. If it's, that, it's a very I quick mean, turnaround. yeah, because yeah. I seem to remember hearing that like she was like they fired him and they just like threw her in like in like a day or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah, so for all that, like it's 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 pretty crazy for like how like pretty decent this movie is given the fact that yeah. how much she was just really thrown into there to to do this the script was by Raphael Moreau who had done Hackers which is also quintessential 90s oh absolutely movie. Yeah. it must just be it's, weird to like be thrown into a movie that you didn't really have any prep time with you didn't hire any of the crew yeah. or the cast so it's not really your vision yeah so you have to kind of try to make it your vision on the fly like that's got to be tough got to give her props yeah. for that and there was like some precedence for this like 20 year sequel thing because they did Psycho 2 mm-hmm. um, which was a pretty mixed 
critically, if I remember right, but like at least there was some precedence for like doing this. I mean, yeah. she kind of goes about it a different way here. It's it's more like I said, kind of a requel thing where we we have this new cast and we're focusing on them. But um, uh, and the year after this, no, the year before this, it would have been um Halloween H two O. H two O, yeah. Um, which kind of did so the same so thing with too. like the surviving same thing member now teaching at a school where people are getting killed. So yeah. it's kind of similar in that way. Yeah. It was, it was more focused on Lori in that story than this was focused on Sue. But, Absolutely. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like they, every once in a while you get a continuation of something that maybe you shouldn't continue in the first place, but it still ends up working out. Yeah. Okay. You know, like Halloween yeah. H2O and, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think that this one, I think, like you've said in the past, has some really interesting ideas. Yeah. Um, and uh, makes some choices, you know. That uh, it's. I think. It, I think it's more better regarded now than it was then. Like I, oh, totally. I hear more people nowadays say they like this movie than back in 1999. In 1999, yeah. I feel like it was just like, oh, they're making a sequel to Carrie. That's fucking stupid. And yeah. yada yada yada. And they just kind of dismissed it before they even saw it, type thing. So absolutely, because yeah. I don't think it made that much at the box office. I remember it came out on spring break. No. And. I yeah. think it played for like a maybe three weeks at the most, and then it was gone. Yeah, let's see. It grossed eighteen million against a twenty-one million dollar budget. Ouch! So not very good there. Ew, that sucks. <laughs> pretty, pretty bomb there. Ebert gave it a mixed review, but it wasn't negative. Really, it was. He just said it. The original worked because it was a skillful teenage drama, grafted with a horror ending. The rage is more of a shadow of that, but he's not like totally trashing it. So oh, there's that. Okay. Um, okay, Ebe. Uh, Nina Gates of the New York Times. She said it was a typical B-movie, but the actors were attractive and they do credible job. And uh, there's one really good scare at the end. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah. But I don't, yeah, these, these reviews weren't totally terrible. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B-. minus. Oh, um, that's pretty Los good. Los Angeles Times said it was... Yeah, the LA Times said it was a well-directed sequel that accepts the ten- telekinetic gimmick as an obligatory plot device he they liked how it raged against high school machismo which it does it so raged you see what he did there you see that yes <laughs> i see you what see? he did yeah <laughs> so clever so He's clever, clever. <laughs> there's a like i don't know a sensitivity to this movie that i like yeah um, it's like they, they, it they actually care about the like characters drama. Yeah. you know which is re- yeah re- really hard to find with these kind kind kinds kinds of movies and I like how Emily Burgle is sort of playing this character that, I don't know, she's not a total pushover. You know, she mm-hmm. she's trying to get some sort of vengeance for her friend here, but like she's doing it in a very kind of smart way. Um, she's not like trying to burn everything down. She does at the end, yes, but initially she's like just trying to work behind the scenes to make sure these guys get, you know, what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. And Sue is doing the same thing here. There's a lot of people in this movie, like we said. Uh, Jason Paul London from Days and Confused. Um, Dylan Bruno, who had done, I think, Saving Private Ryan. Um, Jay Smith Cameron, who's fucking yes. amazing and does not get nearly enough credit. She's yeah. in Succession right now, and she's fucking awesome in that, too. Whenever um, she's in something, I perk up because I'm like, oh, she's going to bring it. Um, I watched Kenneth Lonergan's Margaret recently, which... I had put off so long because it's like a million years long, but it's a really <laughs> fucking good movie, and she is fucking amazing in it. Like, oh. it's mostly about her. Um, Anna Paquin's good, too, but, like, it, her sub-story is just so good because she's, like, this theater actress trying to have a family, 
and dating and um it's just it's just wonderful like oh. I, I was kind of blown away by this movie that i put off forever so i recommend it but uh yeah she's great she's great she's wonderful she's just fantastic and she gets some fun moments in this too where they, oh, <laughs> like i like her it. when she's in the institution she's she, she's just a blast oh that's so good um there's um uh, yeah. Rachel Blanchard from Are You Afraid of the Dark yes. and Clueless, the TV series. The TV series and uh, Sugar and Spice. Oh, yes. right. She was and, in that. Uh, oh, Eddie K. Thomas from American, American Pie, Pie also pops yeah. up randomly. Just like, just like randomly throughout this movie. They like, must have been filming at the same time because yeah, these act- actors like, must have been going back and forth. It's very incestuous, this Hollywood teen film casting pool. Mm-hmm. They're just in everything. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess let's get into it. What's going on? Well, there's a rainstorm, and uh, this Mm -hmm. lady is painting her room because she likes the color red, and she wants to keep out the demons so that they won't get to her child, Rachel. It's got this, like, exorcist theme playing in the background, too, which is weird. It's really, like, like, she's got her red paint all over the place. I really love it. Yeah, Yeah. it's, like, a really cool opening. It's really well (laughs) shot and stylish and stuff. Yeah. And then she's yeah. just, just painting a little red ring around the room. And uh, and then, you know, she, the authorities are, are called and she is wheeled out on a stretcher, tied down and screaming in the rain because uh, she's concerned about who's going to take care of her kid. Screaming in the wa- rain, just you screaming know, in the rain. I believe they're rebooting that movie and that is what they're going to call it, I think. <laughs> it's a requel. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we weren't supposed to tell anybody that we're, we're, we're the oh, ones no. who are writing it shit shit oh it's we spilled it we spilled the news we got the scoop oh no Jason Jason Blum gave us gave us five dollars to make it so <laughs> it's gonna be great it's like boys can you do a splashy musical for five dollars and we're like you bet we can Jason thank you for that $5. it's just gonna be us sitting in a hotel room like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it can be done and, uh, and, and yeah, so uh, she is wheeled out, and this police officer is talking to Rachel, and he's all like, you know, do you have any family and stuff, blah, blah. And she's like, I want my mommy. And he tries to go after her, and she just starts, like, zapping him with, like, these electrical things. Like, every time she has, like, a brain flex in this, there's, there's like, a weird, like, electrical sound. It's like, Rimp! it's just, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. That was a mm-hmm. terrible impression of electricity <laughs> but um yeah so so then like she's like going through the house and like closing doors but behind her and he's trying tr- trying to get in and she's making all the windows like open and close and she has this dog who's adorable this like basset hound named walter and oh so cute mm-hmm. and so she goes into mm-hmm. the closet and just like snuggles with him and then it cross dissolves, and now she's a teenager, still living in the same house, I think. Um, but now she has these foster parents who are just like, um, so we we hear your mom's making some progress on her on her new meds, so maybe she'll be out, and you guys can like live together. And her father's like, uh, well, how are we gonna make up that extra money every month? And she's just like, okay, I guess I'm out. And um, so they're very caring, lovely guardians. Mm-hmm. And and then so um, she, she's like surprisingly well well adjusted though for someone who grew up in this like, I like terrible to think so. foster family with this yeah. crazy mom like I think that's what kind of separates her from um, Carrie even mm-hmm. I think she's she's just 
I mean, yeah, she's more outcast in this, but she right. still like can talk to people and knows how to interact with people. And, yeah, it, um, well, I mean, because when yeah. when you think about it, really, if Carrie hadn't have had that mom, she would have maybe been all right. Like she yeah. she she might have still been an out, outcast, true. but she wouldn't have been as much of an outcast. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like what would have happened if they'd taken away Margaret yeah. when Carrie w- was a kid, like they fucking should have. And and sort of what would have happened there. So Rachel is still reserved, but she's a little more open. She actually has a friend, Lisa, who she meets on the bus. This movie doesn't lean as hard into like the religious repression. Not so much. As Carrie did. This is more about men being terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the, uh, you know, just rape and uh using women and everything else than um i think the religious angle that the original did so exactly it just does its own thing in that regard so there's that yeah and and so she's on the bus with her friend lisa and she's like what's what's wrong with you like you were supposed to call and she's like um i went on a date and i did it i had sex for the first time and he's really cool and we're gonna have lunch and she's like oh my god that's crazy what Mm -hmm. and then they get to school and um, they walk by this like click of these jocks and one of them, I think his name is Eric. He makes eyes at Lisa and he's like, Hey, and then his friends are like, Oh, she's a skank. Like she's so ugly. I'm like, are y'all even seeing this girl? She's fucking gorgeous. So shut, shut your mouths. Yeah. And so he starts to feel kind of like nervous. Like, so it's obvious now that he's the one that she had sex with. And, you know, maybe he doesn't feel like he can tell his friends that he did it because they're going to make fun of him and stuff. Yeah, th- these guys are even worse than the guys in the craft. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. So much worse. Yeah. So much worse. And uh, and so then um, Lisa gets the news that he doesn't want to see her in- anymore. And she gets, like, so super mm-hmm. depressed and just uh, walks off the top of the building and hits her f- it's very nonchalant. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she just glides yeah. off that. Like, not even like she has mm-hmm. made up her mind. She's a woman on a on on a mission, and just takes a swan a swan mm-hmm. dive and kablam, and yeah. Rachel sees see sees this and goes insane and makes all of the lockers fly open and pa- pa- papers are flying, and then that's how we meet Sue because they go and they and they get Sue and she's now the guidance count counselor at this school. And she's ta- talking to this girl who's crying, which we find out later on that she might have been in a little fling with the uh, football footballers, too. And she goes and she takes Rach- Rach- Rachel away and tr- tries to talk to her and stuff. And and uh, Rachel just, like, runs out, out of the room in sl- slow-mo. She just goes for, like, a slow-mo jog mm-hmm. out, out of the school and Eric um, he's in class and he takes this scorebook that all the footballers share and he scratches out Lisa's name because they have this book where they they detail everyone that they've had sex with and they put like a like a certain amount of points by each name and it's never really explained like why certain people get higher points than others I guess it depends on if they think they're ugly or something, or if they're hot, they get more. I really don't know. It's weird. Maybe the, the type of the type of sexual act too. Maybe it's gross. Yeah, yeah, it's the whole thing. Is it's gross. nasty. And so they break into Lisa's locker and they see that she has this unused slip for a photo mat, and so she's got some pictures that she needs to pick up. And 
Eric tells his friend Mark, who's like the head of this whole thing, that like he had sex with her and he's really scared that like they're going to find out and come down on him and they took these pictures and, and they have to get the pictures or else like he might get into trouble. So they go and they see Rachel who works at the photo mat and they're like, Hey, can, uh, can we have these pictures? It's like, um, and she's like, no, they're not yours. And he's all like, well, she's not going to be picking them up anytime soon. And she's like, motherfucker, I'm going to cut you with, with my eyes. <laughs> and, um, and then he's like, okay, so I've got a plan. Like, what if we went out on a date? Cause I'm really hot. So like we could go out and it'd be really cool. And she's like, no. And he's like, why not? And she's like, cause I'm a dyke. And, and <laughs> I'm like, good for you, girl. And, um, and also I should mention that he's in the car with G- Jesse, who's one of the jocks, but he seems a little more mild mannered, maybe a little nicer. Um, and so she gets the pictures, the police come, they take the pictures and they're like talking to Ray, 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 Rachel again. And they discover that she was out with Eric before she killed herself and all that stuff. And Sue starts to talk to to the, the police guy and is all like, there have been so many cases of these girls coming in saying that these football players slept with them and dumped them. And we need to do something about this. And the police officer's like, why are you getting so crazy? Like, why do you want to help these people? It's just like that girl 20 years ago that you couldn't save. And then we have, like, the loud (laughs) flashback again. And (laughs) it's like, remember this movie? And you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. that was really frightening. I do. Yeah, it's kind of a classic. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. (laughs) And um, she's at, at her house, and she's, like, trying to use her powers and and then yeah. the dog sneaks sneaks out. Walter sneaks out and gets hit by a car. <laughs> this is it's so, so sad. fucking sad. Oh my god! And so she's he doesn't trying, die though. No, he, he does die. not die. But he has a really cute little cone on for the rest of yes. of the movie that he yeah. he, he he wears very <laughs> yeah. well. It's very stylish, and yeah. um, and he, <laughs> he pulls it off. He really does. It's becoming, and <laughs> and she's like yeah. trying to get help in the the middle of the road, and Jesse is coming back from having sex with. Tracy, who's like the popular girl, and she's all like, I want to take you to this party that Mark's throwing and stuff. And he's like, not really into it. Um, and, uh, and so he's coming back from that, and he sees her in the road, and she makes the telekinesis snap, and his windshield cracks, and he stops, and he takes her to the vet, and they're all like, Walter's going to be okay. And so they go and they. They have this little conversation at a diner, and they kind of get to know each other, and he's all like, I really like Shirley Manson. Why don't they have any Shirley Manson records of this diner? <laughs> and and she, she's like, what? You like garbage? And he's like, yeah, they're awesome. And it's like, I wouldn't think you would like garbage. And so they start to bond, and you're like, he's not the usual jock. He's got like a personality. He's got some goals, some dreams, and he's a little bit dreamy, so... Like, there's a little flirtation there, and he takes her home, and, you know, and, and then she has a weird He's dream a... about, like, falling off the yeah. school and stuff. Yeah. He's kind of a Freddie Prince Jr., she's all that kind of jock sort of, yeah. character here. You know, it's not, he's yeah. not all bad. There, there, there might be a redemption arc in his story later, I don't know. And, um... Yeah, actually, he's... he's He's better than Freddie Prince Jr. because Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie's is still kind of a douche. Yeah. Uh, it's a little douchey. Right? Yeah, he still manipulates her throughout yeah. that movie. Whereas this character is not 
because he's not doing this for any other reason right, right? like that's yeah. what separates him from yeah he actually uh, likes her from the original movie billy yeah. billy billy in the original oh right? uh yeah. tommy yeah tommy tommy yeah. sorry i get those confused dad tommy, tommy yeah. Tommy, yeah billy's the bad guy that's the john trev right right role yeah um but yeah so now right. sue is like sitting down with rachel and she um because she's concerned about her and at some point she she makes a a coffee cup fall off the desk and she's like what like what just happened and she's like i must have just knocked it and she's like i didn't see you knock it and she's like not again we cannot have another carrie white situation on our hands i must stop this before she explodes the school and um yeah it would be nice to know kind of like what sue snell has been doing like for the past you know 20 years like anything well, about her life she but spent a little <laughs> time in arkham the mental hospital that rachel's okay, mom is like, in and also from like the batman yeah. franchise i think right um yeah yeah so i guess yeah, she's yeah. she was in there for a little it's while like, and because like I that's her way to bond in reference oh that's right yeah it was lovecraft yeah. first and it was yeah. Batman, and now it's Batman Carrie Batman too. Yeah. <laughs> How it's evolved, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yes. and so um, yeah, so like she's trying to bond with her, and then she she kind of threatens Eric a bit at his locker. She like makes the mm. locker snap, and is 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 like I'm gonna make sure everyone knows what you did to Lisa. So now he's concerned, and there's mm. like this big football game. There's going to be all these scouts there, and he's really concerned that like. She's she's gonna tell, and he's not gonna be able to p- play in the game. And sure enough, he is uh, talked to by the cops, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know this Lisa character." And they're like, "Really? Well, then, what is he? What are you doing in this picture with her that we got?" And he's like, "Oh shit!" And um, exhibit A, exactly a of you and her in yeah. the picture. <laughs> so now the pressure's on, and all these jocks decide to gang up on. R- Rachel, the night that she is getting ready for her first official date with Jesse, and they prank call her, and they're all like, "What's your favorite scary movie and stuff?" And um, because that's really meta, original. It's right? meta. Never heard that before. It's meta. <laughs> yeah, never heard that before. Yeah. It's meta, meta. Because if Scream was meta, then it's just meta, meta, right? I don't know. And they yes, meta, and they talk like Donald Duck. It's it's on the it's I don't get it. Ghostface by way of Donald Duck. A f- fresh choice. Yeah, like, um, it's like, uh, what's your favorite scary movie? I can't even do it. <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie? I don't know. God, we, we've got to quit. This is horrible. What's your favorite scary movie? We're fired. Can't do it. Fired from life. <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> Are you scared yet? I can't. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Give you nightmares thinking about those homos on Haunted Hill and their Donald Duck obscene phone calls. But, um, <laughs> oh, Black Christmas tw- not cut 2025 <laughs> is gonna have a new fresh take on those calls. Uh, <laughs> if only, if only. And um, I still think we should get the, the ghost of Carol Channing, but Carol Ch- Channing. Horace Van de Or you could do You could do a Nicole Kidman. Hello. <laughs> Is this Keith? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hi. It's me, Lucille Ricardo. Your pretty pink pussy. It's great. Agnes, I need to know what you've done with the baby. What have you done? No, no, please come see AMC theaters when you have the time. I go there to dream and to be taken away on a journey. Like this movie. Okay, we need to get back to the, back to the movie. Nicole Kidman calls Rachel. But you better Rachel not cut and... any of that. <laughs> yeah. So they like they start like tr- trying to like bang on the windows and stuff. And for some reason, she thinks it's like her powers that are doing it. I'm like, wouldn't you know if you're using your powers? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not in her mind. I don't know. You would think. But um. And, uh, and like, whenever she uses her powers or thinks that she is, like, it goes all black and white. It's, like, a stylistic choice. It's kind of cool. Um, and uh, and so Eric tries to get in with some brass knuckles because apparently he's, like, a soche and they're ab- about to do, like, a rumble somewhere with the outsiders. And he, like, <laughs> comes in and he, like, and, 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 and she, like, slams the the window on 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 him and stuff and they run off because her foster parents are coming back and then the next day she's like really mad at jesse because she's like your friends were like they they tried to you know do this and stuff and he's and he's like and he's all like what i didn't or 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 orchestrate that like i had no idea and so he kind of persuades her to like you know give him a second chance and then sue's like uh rachel i need to see you and when Sue is serious, you know it's it, there's going to be some trouble. And she starts to give her this test. Serious Sue. So, serious, serious Sue. Sue. Yes. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. she gives her this test that's like, um, like sometimes my thoughts are like a giant insect and then she's like no that's false and she's like <laughs> yeah. and then she's finally like um sometimes i can move things with my mind and rachel's all like defensive and like i don't have to do this you know which is like okay so you're guilty you can do it and sue's trying to stop her and she's like i know people who can help and then she just makes a snow globe explode and she's like oh no this is true this is worse than i thought and um it's not quite as good as the office scene in Mother's Boys, but well, it's still what could good. be? I mean, really, Jamie <laughs> Lee could? smashing a picture frame <laughs> on her face <laughs> and screaming—genius, <laughs> fucking genius! Best scene in the movie, literally so one good. of the best scenes so of all time. That should be on her Oscar also- reel, I believe. <laughs> that would be nice. And um, <sighs> go watch Mother's Boys. Oh, it's so fun! It's so fun. Where's that Blu-ray? Manifesting, manifesting. Um, and uh, yeah, so then she does. Um, and then so Jesse's like, he he uh confronts Mark about the whole thing in a locker room where everyone else is like naked and showering. I'm like, more confrontation mm-hmm. should happen in this mm-hmm. setting. I think. Um. And mm-hmm. he's all like, we're, we're not really friends. We just grew up together and stuff. And they're like having a fight. And so then Mark is trying to like win him back. And in the meantime, Tracy is planning with her friend Monica how to get Jesse back from Rachel. And she's all like, what does he see in her? Like, it's very like step sister's lament from Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. It's it's like why would a fellow want a girl mm. like her with her weird <laughs> a girl tattoo? Like her. A girl. Yeah, it's like it's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> why can't a fellow? <laughs> all, all these character, all these character names sound like 
friends cast members yeah we got yeah. rachel we got monica we got <laughs> where's chandler <laughs> jesse from full house <laughs> chandler where's chandler yeah it's like when they wrote this they were just like let me look at all the sitcoms that are re- really big right right now and we'll just take all of the names and just you know we'll just go from there yeah um and yeah. so then monica starts to try to pretend like she's friends with rachel and she like meets her at a department store and is all like hey so um <laughs> again i can't like <laughs> you keep saying Monica you keep saying Monica and Rachel and I'm like all I hear is friends sorry and Rachel bakes the trifle that has the meat in it and just ruins Thanksgiving and um and, and, <laughs> and, then, and then Phoebe comes in and she's like smelly cat smelly cat and she's still looking for she's still looking for her dad and she's trying to figure out what and happened with her mom she and... finds out that her dad is actually Ralph White as well and it's just it's a bunch of twists in this movie really mm-hmm. um and yeah, and yeah, um yeah, and yeah. yeah so um Monica that's not from Friends she she's like it's not pretending that she likes Rachel and she, and she and she's like actually just so you know like a lot of us don't really like Tracy that much like she's actually kind of a slut and she's like a bitch so like we're kind of on on your side so like like why don't I steal this lipstick from this department store for you to, just to prove I'm like really cool with you and stuff and um, then like Mark <laughs> is trying to like be nice to Jesse so he lets them use his parents cabin in the woods for like a romantic rendezvous and then sue is going to the mental hospital again Uh, she is trying to find rachel's mom and she's questioning her are you sure they're not looking for phoebe's mom i'm pretty sure that's what they're looking for um i don't (laughs) see terry gar in this in this one but (laughs) it would be great if she showed up though It'd be great. I always It'd love a Terry Gar cameo. And and yes, yeah, so then mm-hmm. Sue realizes that Rachel's father was actually Ralph White. And so she takes her <gasps> The whole time? The whole time. Daniel. Daniel. The whole time. It's Ralph White. Ralph, oh, God damn it, Daniel. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> you bring home the whole goddamn San Diego Zoo and I have to clean up after him. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> he peed on, peed on my begonias. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we must be stopped. Um, we gotta get through this episode. We, we, we gotta get through this episode. We, we haven't even gotten to the flying CDs. My God. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, so then Sue takes Rachel on a field trip to see the old burned down gymnasium because you know Sue, fun, fun, fun. And um and so she's like, this is where everybody died. Does this make you feel anything? This is what happens when you don't control your powers. People die. And Rachel's just like, you're fucking crazy. I'm gonna go. And and she's like, she's a little intense. She's a little intense. She's like, I know who your father is. It's Ralph White. And she's like, I don't, I don't have time for this. And so she goes off and gets ready for her romantic cabin thing with. G- Jesse by playing some Billy Holiday because she's a cultured lady you know she's got some good taste mm-hmm. and they go to this cabin and they make sweet passionate love and then we see that someone outside has been watching and you go oh no they have mm. a prowler is it Sue uh, probably <laughs> then like here's the big day of Sue, the game Sue part time <laughs> therapist part yeah. time prowler part time <laughs> therapist part-time. she likes to watch She's a voyeur. 
she she says something that's like um oh i know everything there is to know about carrie white and i'm like i'm sure like, you do you probably do like did a whole fucking dissertation on her in fucking grad school like, <laughs> like didn't know that much about her at the time but okay sure um doesn't yeah, really help her much right. now and uh and so they uh rachel does at- attend the big football game where Je- jesse is triumphant and he wins like the big i don't know is it a touchdown or is, is it a pat i don't know what the i don't play football anymore i don't know it's one of those things that's one good of those sp- sports ball terms yeah it's, yeah it's yeah s- complicated. something good and she's all excited and they go off yeah. to the party um she goes with monica and whatever the other girl is the girl who's going to be impaled by the cd uh, sure we'll just call her phoebe yeah phoebe i believe uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so they go off to the party t- together but they have sabotaged jesse's car so that Tracy has to pick him up and they have a little detour at her place where she tries to seduce him. And then in the meantime, if this wasn't enough going on, Sue breaks Rachel's mom out of the fucking mental hospital by sticking some gum on the, on the, on the gate. So it doesn't, <laughs> she's fucking MacGyver over here. And like. I'm obsessed with the music that plays when they make their escape. It's like a set. It's like seventies porn. Yeah. It's like, like, what is this? I love it. It's just yeah. wacky. Yeah. And yeah. Um, because I guess wacky. Sue thinks that if Rachel hears this from her mom, then maybe she'll listen, you know. And so they're just like running around town, stopping at stop signs. And Rachel's mom is like talking to stop signs as, as if they're friends. It's She's in her own world. And, um, and now we have the yeah. big party where it is revealed everything is revealed that oh um, we should also note that for some reason all these guys have buzzed their heads yeah because that's what guys do i guess apparently I don't, it does not look good on any it's of them. aggressive any of them i i don't enjoy it no yeah it just makes them look yeah fr- like some guy, frightening it's weird like some guys look good you know yeah. that way but not any of these guys yes they, can't they, pull it off. they are no bruce willis let me tell you they are not and um and then so Rachel uh is like sort of like everyone at the party starts like acting re- really weird to her and you're like are they just drunk or what's going on and Eric shows up and she's all like oh no not this douchebag and they start talking about the playbook that they have where they keep all the scores on the girls and they show that they gave Jesse so many points for screwing her because she said she was a dyke and so now like she's been con- converted by Jesse or something like what the hell and um and then on the big screens above them they play the tape the sex tape that they that they that they shot of her and Jesse having sex in the cabin it's so embarrassing it's humiliating and it is it's it is. like they're all just like this, you know this Ugh. is kind of this is kind of Pygmalion, she's all that-esque. Oh, yeah. Except for Jesse is not involved. But, like, yeah, it's true. the same type of thing where, like, they re- they reveal at the end of the movie that, like, oh, we've been playing you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have a makeover, so there's that. No. She, a little bit, but not, like, a big makeover. No, movie, like, no. she's she's still her, herself. Like, she doesn't wear as much, like, goth yeah. kind, kind of stuff. Like, she has a little bit of color in her wardrobe yeah. now, but it's really about it, you know. Yeah. And um, and of course she freaks the fuck out and starts to make shit happen. And all of a sudden her ta- her tattoo starts growing, 
and sprouting thorns and going all across her body and face. You're like, what the hell is happening? The room is shaking and all the glass windows behind them explode and like decapitate people and impale them. And people are like stepping yeah. on people and making them bleed out of their mouths and stuff. And, and here comes all the, the flying CDs impaling Poor Phoebe. <laughs> she just wanted to sing Smelly Cat, and she's, you know, she's, and, and then people are lit on fire because she breaks all the booze bottles in the bar, and, and then, uh, mm. and here comes the fire po- poker, and poor Sue has just a- arrived with mm-hmm. Rachel's mom, and she's try- trying to get in, and the fire poker goes through this one guy's head and goes through the peephole in the door and through Sue's head. It's a great death scene undignified yeah. for such a, a legacy character it's but mean yeah mean. it's very mean but yeah yeah but it's a good scene all things considered yeah. and so people are just like being called on fire and like trying to rush out of, out of the gate and stuff and poor um eddie k thomas is just still outside the party because he's not cool enough to go in and he's drunk and he's just like <laughs> this looks like a fun yeah. party and uh yeah so he is he escapes <laughs> this time and uh, yes. Mark and Eric and Monica are like rushing into his dad's place to find like guns and stuff to s- stop her. You know, it's like, what good's that gonna gonna yeah, Mon- gonna do? Yeah, Monica, Joey, and Ross over here—they're all <laughs> huddled out and waiting for. <laughs> They're all like pivot, pivot, and um, and pivot, then pivot. they they go into the uh, I guess like the pool room, the room with the big huge pool and um and one Mm. uh, i think monica has a spear gun and um if for somehow rachel i I don't know how if this is how telekinesis works but she somehow telepathically makes monica's eyes explode and she just starts screaming and she makes her glasses Okay, so the glasses explode. I think she makes the glasses explode, and then they go into her eyeball. Okay, I always thought her eyes exploded. I don't know. Plot, I think I'm just dumb. I don't know. And and don't so <laughs> see, like I don't know. She she starts freaking out, and then just moves a little bit, causing the spear gun to go through Eric's dick, and his whole package like yeah, shoots out the back of his ass and into the pool. <laughs> It's like this big sack just goes bloop. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's like how It's like coming. that scene in Final Final Destination 4 with the the pool in Final oh, Destination 4 yeah. where the guy just like sits down and like all his like innards get I, sucked Oh, out. that's right. I forgot about that. Um and uh and then Mark has a, a flare gun and he shoots through Rachel in the stomach and yeah. she falls in the pool and then she pops out and grabs him and and then she makes the 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 cover for the pool like hit him on the head and kind of like knocks him out a bit so he just like drowns in the pool and she covers it up and um and then here comes her mom who's just all like oh Rachel my baby <laughs> and then she like has a psychotic break as she looks at Rachel and is like yeah. you're not my little girl you're the devil and just like runs away and Rachel's like mom I'm right here like what the fuck like guess i can't count on you yeah. and then she she she's just like please god can i die and uh and then <laughs> here comes uh, uh Mo- not monica uh tracy tracy and J- tracy, J- tracy, yeah. jesse she's finally figured out what to wear she's at the party 
a little bit late. You know, she she missed all the fun, and um, and things are just yeah. on fire. And Rachel sees her and brings a beam down to like hit her, and like just kills her. Yeah. And then um, she confronts Jesse and is, and is like, "You used me. Here's the playbook. Don't you see? Like, you just used me for points." And and he's like, "No, I love you." And and she's like telepathically trying to unscrew the ceiling so it'll hit him. And then the tape, the the sex tape is still playing, and we can hear that he says, "I love you." After they've had sex, and she like rewinds it a lot, and she's like, "What? I need to hear it again and again and again." And she's like, <laughs> and again, and again. And so then she's like, oh, okay, I guess you do. He does love me. You do love me. You really love me. And so they get really close, and they're about to kiss, and then the ceiling caves in, and she pushes him out of the way, and it hits her and kills her instead. And he, he tries to save her, but it's too late, and, and she uses her last bit of energy to telepathically throw him off of the burning building and onto the the pool so that he won't get, you know, burnt to a crisp and so then she she uh mm-hmm. she dies and then it cuts to like a year later and he's in college and he has walter i'm so glad he kept walter that makes my heart happy and that was why she saved him so that exactly. somebody would be alive to take care of walter he's like and take care of my dog <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and uh so he's in his dorm room and the window opens and Rachel just like walks in from nowhere. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And they like make out. And then she just goes Rah! and she like turns into like a, she just like shatters. I don't know. She's, she's like, Explodes. she's, she's, she's yeah, like a it, mirror. It, I don't yeah. know. And, and then he yeah, yeah. wakes up and he's like, Oh, it was a dream. The end. Mm. <laughs> the end. Bring me the rage. So that is the movie, it is. and uh, it's it, it's a humdinger. That is the rage carry too. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, you know, it keeps you keeps you on your toes there. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when CDs are going to go flying, no. and uh, and uh, tattoos are going to randomly turn into veins that might also be thorns. And uh, spear guns everything. are going to shoot it was up that packages. Time, spear guns. Are gonna... Yeah. It was that time when, like, people were just figure- figuring out how to use CGI, so everybody wanted to use it in, like, mm-hmm. everything, and it was like, let's just, even if it doesn't need to be here, we're going to throw this in, because it's a gimmick, you know? Yeah. Um, the haunt, the, um, was it the haunt? No, it wasn't the haunting, it was, um... Well, it was House the haunted haunting, Hill. too. It has that yeah. terrible... It was the haunting, too. It was both of them, yeah. yeah. House on Haunted Hill has that, like, big black monster thing at the end it just looks like goop basically oh yeah it's like like it's like the like shadow thing thing that like follows them and like yeah eats stuff yeah it's like the blob but like supernatural i don't get it yeah yeah it's weird (laughs) and cgi it's me yeah so this was the year of like trying all that shit out i guess Mm -hmm. um look it's it's an it's an interesting little effort here you Mm -hmm. know does it need to exist probably not but like that's the same for most sequels you know true Um, true they took a stab at something here you know, I don't know. They they took beats from the original, but then they did their own thing with it. You know, having yeah. it more about um, these asshole dudes manipulating women mm-hmm. as opposed to the original, which was more about kind of religious repression and everything else. Um, and I like how they turned the like the Jesse character more on his head on this one and how he's more of a nice guy for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as opposed to Tommy in the original. Well, Tommy was a nice guy in the original, but he yeah, was still he's, like he's nice, but he, he's manipulating yeah, he's, her. he's really only doing yeah. it because of Sue because she asked him to because Sue yeah because yeah. Sue wanted him to yeah, yeah. so it, that's true he, I guess he's still a nice guy so I'll give him that yeah. there's that it's a, it's a good time it's got uh, some good um, bangers in the soundtrack it too does. It that does. you hear every once in a while mm-hmm. if you haven't watched the Rage Carry 2 in a while go check it out yes we highly recommend it um, we give it our stamp of approval yes know? two um, moving tattoos up i don't know what up i don't, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah is she part of the the cult of thorn or whatever is that where she has all these Ooh, weird things maybe what if halloween maybe. ends or her dad w- just like ties into the yeah. thorn with carrie too for like no reason <laughs> Her dad was actually part of the cult, and that's why he has all these powers. And her father is really um, yes. Doctor Wynn from the uh, yes the part six. Yeah. Do we have some overlooked gems to round out this? Mm-hmm. Whatever this episode was. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. What about witchery? Witchery is oh yeah um, yeah Linda Blair and David Hasselhoff mm-hmm. together at last it's a pairing yeah. that has been in the works a for a while <laughs> what a team um, what a team dynamic duo <laughs> um as far as I remember yeah. with this movie because as we said the last time we're now kind of getting into the movies that we think were delightful but we're not sure <laughs> yeah um and I don't right, really right. remember how all these people end up in the same house but like a bunch of people I are don't on like an either. island or something it's like an island with this this big house yeah. that like yeah. it, it mm-hmm. looks like a hotel that's like deserted or so, something mm-hmm. and there's a witch yeah. who dresses like uh like a 1940s chanteuse i don't i don't know and, and she's got like a magical charm mm-hmm. and there's like i think someone's pregnant and it might be with the de- the devil's baby i think it's linda blair she's pregnant and yeah if you see this movie it'll make about as much sense as my description just did so um it doesn't (laughs) it's it's not really a movie you watch for the plot you watch it because you don't know what's going to happen next it's so freaking weird classic italian produced what the fuckery i guess Uh, i don't know yeah it's fun good times you get linda blair you get the Hoff. It's a, yeah. I mean, what more do you want? You do. You get the Hoff. Have you seen the the production of Jekyll and Hyde that he was in that they filmed? I've actually not. I've I've seen some clips. He's not good. Oh well, he's <laughs> like everyone else in the cast is actor, good, but yeah. like he's a no or a singer or oh. anything really. But uh, didn't he have that hit in like yeah, Germany or a, something? Yeah, he's huge in Germany. Yeah. But, I don't know. Beats me. Um, well, mine is also Italiano. Oh. It is uh, Kill Baby Kill. This is Kill Baby Kill from 1966. This yes. is uh, Mario Baba, um, the Dear Baba. Um, another movie. Couldn't really tell you what happens in this movie. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. But uh, according, to, according to Google here, it's like a skeptical physician encounters supernatural forces when he investigates mysterious deaths in a transylvanian village um it 
what do I have to say about this movie? I don't know. It's got a lot of like proto ghost girl vibes mm-hmm. because there's this like girl who's causing a lot of havoc and she's a ghost and it kind of uh, again presages a lot of those J horror movies that kind of played on the similar thing. Um, it was also an inspiration for Argento's Suspiria, so there's that. Um, it uses a lot of color and. Um, uh, I don't know what else about this movie. It's just, it's been so long. I just remember I liked it. I, I hate to say that, but it's just like yeah. I, I like the vibe of it. I love that it's got kind of a gothic um, hammer esque kind of feel to it, like a lot of his earlier movies did. Uh, not a lot going on in the plot, but that's that's what a lot of these movies were at this time, you know. Yeah. Um, if it's pretty enough, so you know, you know, it 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 can pull you through. If it's pretty, yeah. Well, I guess that about wraps up this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week we are doing a camp series episode we'll tell you what that is when we get closer to it um yeah anything else to talk about anything i don't know we're we're, we're kind of just going by the fly here partly yeah. because i'm still living in a hotel room and it's kind of whatever i have access to is you know to watch and it's easier this way because if we can't record one week we don't have to worry about messing with the theme you know yeah that's so, true um i think fi- I figure maybe we could keep to try and do this until we get to like a hundred episodes and then maybe we could try to go back to the theme or whatever. But, uh, yeah. this is our like lead up to a hundred episodes, just covering whatever we want to cover type thing. You know? Yeah. I mean like, I'm good with that. Like, let us know y'all if, if y'all are very upset that we do yeah. not have a theme, I mean, then, yeah. you know, right. stop right. listening. But yeah. You... <laughs> <I know. laughs> or give us some I think themes. We're one of the only podcasts that like, right 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 well, we have ideas but yeah it's like like some of the other like gaylords of darkness will occasionally do a theme mm-hmm. month and horror queers will occasionally do a theme month but yeah. like we're one of the only ones that like every month was doing a theme yeah so we're just taking a little break from that yeah you know? we're just being willy-nilly but yeah you can as always follow us on facebook and twitter hohh podcast we are on instagram at homos and haunted hill um we are on Letterboxd. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you to those who have. Always wonderful to see. And, uh, yeah, we're getting really close to 100 episodes here. Oh Should be by, I think, early June. Shit. So hopefully by then I will have a house again. That would be wonderful. Wow. <clears throat> and after 100 episodes, by network standards, we could go into syndication. It's crazy. Syndication? We're the next Brady Bunch. <laughs> Who's going to pick us up? <laughs> Now on WGN. <laughs> Watch out, Joe <laughs> Rogan. We're coming for you. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Controversial. Controversial. I know. We are very controversial um. on this show. <laughs> We're all about the controversy. <laughs> we raise awareness, I like to think. We do. We do. So many issues. <laughs> like, why wasn't this movie a hit? That's a controversy that needs to be discussed. Like, uh, that's a con- big controversy. Where were Huge. you in 1999? Not seeing this movie, apparently. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> or going to see Drop Dead Gorgeous. Where were you for the for that movie, uh, huh? Like, well, I wasn't born uh, yet. That's not an excuse. That, not perfect. an excuse. That not an excuse. Not an excuse. No. Nope. But yeah, thanks for listening. So anyway, to our big bag of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> And uh, thanks for your support, as always. Yes. And uh, we'll uh, talk at talk at you next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, Bye, you guys. Goodbye.